0: Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfo Security and Information Security Media Group. In an earlier conversation with House Cybersecurity Caucus Co-Chair Jim Langevin, which you can find elsewhere on our website, we discussed a new international telecommunications treaty that the United States opposed that the Rhode Island Democrats sees as a veiled threat to suffocate Internet freedom around the world. As we continued our chat, we turned to prospects for cybersecurity legislation in the new 113th Congress. How can the partisan differences over cybersecurity legislation in the current session be resolved in 113th Congress that convenes in January?
1: Well, I would like to see us at the very least take up those things with a pretty broad agreement. And uh, for example, uh, FISMA reform is one area where we understand the FISMA law needs to be updated and that bill passed the House in a very bipartisan way. And We can all agree that this has to be a public-private partnership and the government and the private sector working closely together. So information sharing is an area where we can uh, engage in more collaborative type efforts that share threat information and cyber attack information. And that bill passed in a very uh, strong very bipartisan way in the House. Can always be made stronger, and I'm always concerned about privacy, civil issues. We can and, and pass passed the House, and I'd like to see that be passed by the Senate. And the third area where I'd say we're, we we is pretty strong uh, bipartisan support is on the workforce issues, developing a strong, robust cyber security workforce within government. And also, in the private sector, need people go into these fields at an exponentially increased rate. And we don't have right now enough people with the cyber skills for the jobs that are available right now. And that's a skills gap issue that I've been trying to work to close. Those three areas, physical reform, information sharing, and and workforce development in cyber, are all are areas that we can try to overcome the partisan divide. Now, that doesn't mean, though, that we we stop there. because. We still have a lot of work to do, and, and that doesn't, none of those things really completely get us to the, a level of cybersecurity where we need to be. We need to, uh, obviously, continue to work on putting minimum regulations in place on uh, critical infrastructure to make sure that they're adopting robust cybersecurity.
0: Do you see these issues being combined to a uh, more comprehensive bill, or do you think they should be or can be addressed separately?
1: I would like to see them all addressed in a comprehensive bill. That's the that's the ideal, and the, you know the kind of the categories of good, better, best. The best way to do this is in a comprehensive bill that's done in a bipartisan way. We come together and, and we do what's right for the country. The American people are depending on us to get right. Uh, we are so dependent on the internet. We all use it in our daily lives. It's changed the world in a in many ways, very positive way. But also a lot of negatives have come along with it. And among those things is the, the negatives, the, the vulnerability that it creates because we're so dependent on the internet. So in particular, where the greatest damage can be done in critical infrastructure, the electric grid in particular, or money supply, these are the areas where we have to work harder to to better protect them. And we're not at a level where, where we need to be, where we can say that we are as secure as we possibly can
0: be. Does there need to be some kind of outside event to get Congress to enact this legislation? Because, you know, this has been something Congress has been debating for years.
1: I really hope it does not take an outside event to force us into action. But as Secretary Panetta and others have said that the next attack in America could be a, very well be a, a cyber 9-11. I don't want to see that happen. I've been talking about it for years now. When I first became aware of how vulnerable we were and I tried to raise the alarm bell to the greatest degree possible. And things have changed. Awareness a, a has come a long way. And now you have everyone at the most senior levels of the national security apparatus in this country talking about the threat of cyber security. And and how vulnerable we are, but not enough is being done to close that vulnerability. And I understand that cybersecurity is a moving target. We're never going to be at a place where we can say we are 100% secure. It's about managing risk. It's about closing the aperture of vulnerability and and doing the, the most that we can to eliminate as many vulnerabilities as possible, and we're not doing that.
0: Have you seen an evolution among your colleagues over the past few years and looking at the newly elected Congress that there's more of appreciation of the cybersecurity threat?
1: I have seen a, a broader awareness among my colleagues. And that's a, that's a very positive thing. But in terms of really understanding the, the issue, understanding the challenges that we face in cyberspace, there are only a handful of this, quite frankly, in, in both the House and the Senate that understand the seriousness of the issue and how complex it is, and why there's such an urgency and a call to action. We have come a long way from where we were in terms of, of the awareness issue, but we need to take it more seriously, and we need to act. And I would prefer that it happens in a bipartisan way. Now, if we don't pass a cybersecurity bill that protects critical infrastructure, I applaud the administration for moving in the direction of signing an executive order, putting that into place so that the, the very least they're doing what they can to bring us to a, a stronger level of cybersecurity. But even that's not the best way to do it. The best way is to pass legislation. But absent a, a comprehensive bill and putting stronger cybersecurity measures in place, particularly critical infrastructure, then I think the administration has no other alternative but to but to act in the executive
0: order. So how optimistic are you that there will be significant cybersecurity legislation enacted in, in the 113th Congress?
1: Well, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that it's passed. When time goes on, we're building more and more, of, I'd say, a critical mass of, of people who want to see something happen. I mean, it really is remarkable, at least in this Congress, that we did have three or so bills, major pieces of legislation passed through the House. They weren't totally the ones that I wanted to see, but, you know, we never get 100% of what we want. But at least we had the information sharing bill and the FISMA reform bill get passed, as well as a cyber R&D bill that uh, Congressman McCall had, that I was proud to support uh, along with him, to see that get passed. You know, the, the Senate was hopefully going to be taking up a comprehensive cybersecurity bill. That has not happened. The other thing, though, that's a, that's a, that's a, a positive national defense authorization bill uh, is requiring that defense contractors report cybersecurity breaches where there's a uh, uh, loss of data. Damage, that could damage our national security. Now, assuming that that bill passes, I believe that the National Defense Authorization Bill will pass. That will become the law of the land and that they get us to a better level of cyber security than where we were. And that's for the 112th Congress, correct? That's the 112th Congress. So now, you know, the challenge will be in the in the 113th Congress to continue the fight, that uh, we, we try to fight for um, the stronger measures, that protect critical infrastructure. But if my Republican colleagues, many of them who have been so resistant to any form of regulation, even minimal regulation, minimal standards, it, it's going to be very difficult for us to get a bill through. But I'm not going to stop trying. It's the right thing to do. We need to have the cybersecurity measures put in place that, that protect the country, and we can't be complacent about this. So I'm hoping that the Chamber of Commerce will come around and recognize that this is in the country's best interest, that it's in business' best interest to have stronger cybersecurity measures. Unfortunately, this Chamber of Commerce has been vehemently opposed to any bill that has any kind of form of regulation, even minimal regulation. My Republican colleagues are siding with the Chamber of Commerce, and I, I just think that's a bad strategy. It's wrong for the country, and we can do better.
0: Thank you, Congressman. Thank you very much, Eric. I've been speaking with House Cybersecurity Caucus Co-Chair Jim Langevin for Information Security Media Group and GovInfo Security. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.